Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey. Hey. Hey, everybody. Good morning. I'm so excited. It's uh, Sunday morning. I sit here so many mornings that it's beginning to feel like I do this every day. So pardon me if my eyes look a little funny after I did my makeup. I started the whatever, the weather got to my eyes and it started watering and then I had to come in air and I was like, oh, whatever. But thank you so much, everyone, for joining me. It's Sunday morning and it's a new month, so it's a new season and we're rolling right into the holidays. So we're rolling into the holidays. So I just wanted to start this off right because, hi, because I know for a lot of people, the holidays are uh, an iffy time. Uh, For a lot of folks, holidays are not necessarily a good time because you either are not with family or you can't be with family or family are toxic or family are dangerous, right? (laughs) Thank you. So I wanted to uh, give you some encouragement as you get into the holidays because there are challenges and there are obstacles, but there are also victories. And so, so very often what we do is we focus on the challenges And anytime you take your mind off the big picture and you take your mind off the victory, you narrow your focus to focus only on the obstacle that you're facing. And what happens is it it minimizes you. It sort of diminishes you. So the problem becomes so much bigger than you are. And you tend to forget how strong you are, the tools you have, the skills that you have, and so on. It's just like you apply for a job. Anybody ever apply for a job? You apply for a job, and you go for the interview. No matter how great you are, you know you're great. Your resume is solid. It's done the right way, executed the right way. It's been vetted by everyone else. But the fact that they did not give you the job, all of a sudden, you start thinking that there's something wrong with you, that something must be wrong with me, why they haven't hired me. And that's what obstacles and problems do because it makes you go inward and you start looking inward. And especially as you go through the holiday season, nobody needs to be reminded of anything negative. So can I just ask you all a favor? Going through these next 60 days between now and New Year's Eve, can we stay off the negativity? Can we please, please, no mass shootings, right? Please, nobody killing themselves. I don't know how bad it's going to get for you, but I'm going to pray you through it. Nobody downing on yourself, feeling negative about yourself. Even if you find yourself not in the place where you want to be or the place where you thought you would be at this time, I am asking you, please don't dwell on it just for your sake, because there is enough. There's going to be enough. People are going to post pictures of themselves skiing in Aspen, and people are going to post pictures of themselves getting engaged. Look, he he asked, and I said yes, stuff like that, right? And you'll be sitting there like, what happened to me? People are going to post pictures. Well, I just graduated, and I just got this awesome job that's going to pay me 200000 a year, and other graduates are like, I have three more degrees than you do, 
I applied for jobs and they won't even give me a job. Right? <laughs> does that sound just about right? Does that sound just about right? I know it does. I know it does. We've all been there. So I wanted to, to, to just stop by this morning and say a few words just to get you in the right perspective and just to get you to be focused on winning, to be focused on the victory, even if oftentimes what we're engaged in is not just a war, it's not just a battle. You're engaged in a war for your mind, but you're also engaged in a battle. A battle is a series of wars. And in order to get to your victory, there are battles, there are wars that you have to fight and overcome. And one of them is in your mind. Sometimes we are our own worst critic. Hello, somebody. Sometimes we are the one person who tends to, who tends to, you know, do stuff to ourselves. So I just wanted to uh, stop by this morning and to remind some of us of the things that we know we should do and the things that we should do and what we should do to talk about it. Today is Sunday, and at this time of the year and at this time of the day on a Sunday, typically we are in church, right? Typically we go to church and we're in church and we're talking about all kinds of stuff, people getting ready to be hunky-dory and celebrate. For some people, life is just a dream, <laughs> right? Or at least they want you to think that life is just a dream. For some, it's just not quite what it's caught up to be. And sometimes people tend to project onto you what their own negativity is. Uh, I recently had a in- situation with that, and it, it didn't occur to me that uh, that people could do that. I mean, I was just like, okay, whatever. And I didn't realize that somebody was actually just trying to uh, to dictate onto me about what 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 they uh, what what they think their life should be. And I can't honestly. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that that's just the way they 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 live, right? I think that it's entirely up to them. I, I can't change them, and you can't change or adjust people's perception of you. All you can do is live your life. All you can do is do your best, right? And I'm saying all of that to say this because I find that people tend to do exactly what they want to do. People tend to, uh, they're going to criticize you anyway. They're going to say bad things about you anyway. You can focus on that. They're going to talk about you to the ends of the world. They're not going to always have something positive to say, especially when you demonstrate that you have ambition. One of the things that divides people, I found that my grandmother is right. When I was growing up, my grandmother used to tell me that ambition sets you apart and that having drive, you know what I'm talking about, having drive to succeed and having a goal will set you apart and people will envy you for that. I never thought I'd live to see the day when that would actually be a fact. It never occurred to me. I thought I surrounded myself with like-minded people, people who think the same way that I do, people who tend to want to move forward in a positive direction and, and are constantly striving for stuff. But sometimes your ambition scares people. When you outpace them, when you go outside of the boundaries that they have for themselves, they're scared to see you make strides, and it scares them. So I want to give you some encouragement this morning and give you something to focus on just for a few minutes as we sit here and talk about this so that you can move forward, so that you can have 
some sort of idea. How do I get forward? How do I move forward? How do I solve the issues that are perhaps in front of me, right? And it's it's interesting to me because one of the things that I have become <laughs> aware of is that it just never gets it just never gets old. Ambition is something that will set you apart. But what is ambition? But we'll talk about that another time. Today, I want us to focus on faith and how important it is to have faith. Well, somebody might say, well, what is faith? Faith is a system of belief. Faith is what you believe for. Faith is having a belief system that helps you to face whatever you have to face. Sometimes you don't know the outcome of a situation. You don't know how far your situation will go. You don't know what will happen. But by faith, in a belief that if I turn it around, if I step in this direction, that it will go my way, that it will work out the way that I plan and the way that I want it to. That is faith. Many of us say, well, I don't go to church anymore. Well, nobody said going to church had anything to do with faith. Going to church is just a symbol of a belief system. It doesn't mean that you have faith. There are plenty of people sitting in church pews right now and who are headed to church who don't have faith. So going to church is not having faith. Going to a mosque is not having faith. Going to the temple is not having faith. Faith is what you believe in. Faith is hope. Sometimes that's all you have. And in this season, especially as we roll into the holidays when people might be far away from relatives, Maybe as you plan your holiday sessions and meals this year and your holiday gatherings, there might be people who are absent from your holiday gatherings, from your list, because of divorce, because of separation, because of attrition, and because of death. And while you will miss them, their, they, their absence means something to you. Their absence means it's one less person. Their absence means that you don't have someone you love or someone you counted on or someone who was important to you. And so as you go through this season, there's one thing that I want us all to have, and that is hope. We're going to do this, my friends, together. And we're going to do it one day at a time. That's what faith is. Faith is having hope in the day one day at a time, putting one foot in front of the other. That's having faith. I don't know when I got up this morning. I don't know when I went to bed last night that I would wake up, but I had faith that I have some things to do today and I am going to get up. <laughs> so maybe I just power myself up. I'm not entirely sure if that is so, but I have faith to believe that I am going to make it today. I am going to make it. Faith is having hope. Faith is waiting in the wings and believing that it's going to turn around. Faith is writing that grant and sending it off, believing that there you're going to get a positive answer. Faith is putting your resume on a message board, in a site, sending an email, trusting that you're going to have the answer. Faith is hope. And hope, my friends, is a powerful thing. So what I want to post today, posit today, is how are we going to overcome the challenges that are in front of us. Well, we're going to have hope. It's a new month. It's a new season. It means that there are good things that are in store for us. Yes, there will always be challenges. Expect them. 
there will always be challenges. You know, there are some people who say, just go through the world and flow through the world. Well, you can do that all day until one day you wake up and you get a phone call that your spouse dropped off or your child or your, you know, your, your somebody, right? And then what happens to all that floating through the atmosphere stuff? So expect that there are going to be some challenges. There are going to be some obstacles that are going to seem insurmountable. But I want you to think about something. If anything is going to help you, think about this. Have you not had challenges in the past? Have you not overcome stuff in the past? Have there not been obstacles? I want you to think back over your life and think about all the stuff that you went through, all the stuff that you had to go through, all the stuff that you have survived. And if you can think about that, then I encourage you that this too shall pass. Say it. This too shall pass. This season of loneliness, this season of aloneness, this season of nothing working, this season when you feel like you're running in place, this too shall pass. So take it one day at a time. It's going to be Thanksgiving in a few weeks, in just about three weeks. You're going to sit at the Thanksgiving table, and when you look around, there might not be the people or the person whom you want to be there. They may not be able to answer your text. They may not be able to want to come back into your life. They might not be available. They could be away far away in another time zone, in another world zone. They could be away serving in Iraq. They could be away in Afghanistan somewhere. They could be aware, away somewhere, but you can't reach them. They could just be unavailable because they're not in this world anymore. And as you look around the table, take a deep breath. Just focus on your breathing. And as long as you are breathing, there is hope that you can make it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So often we're running and running. And sometimes, to be honest, some of us keep ourselves busy so we don't have time to stop. But guess what? The holidays are coming. And we're going to slow down because the world is going to slow down for the holidays. And when the world slows down, you're going to slow down. And that's when all the thoughts that couldn't get you are going to come and get you. What are you going to do when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's 3 a.m. and it's 1 o'clock and you wake up and can't go back to sleep and all the negative thoughts come back at you. All the negative thoughts about you shoulda, you woulda, you coulda, you shouldna, you shouldn't, you couldn't, you shouldn't have. You should, and that's all that you hear is negative, negative, negative. Some of us numb our pain. People numb their pain in anger. They numb their pain in drinking. They numb their pain in drugs. They numb their pain in sex, going out with people whom you never would have had anything to do with, having sex with people and being with people you never should be with. You're just looking to numb the pain. People say, man, I'm going to start smoking because everybody's talking about it. Maybe it's going to help me. People start taking drugs. They start taking opioids. They start taking a sleeping pill just to numb out the pain of their existence. This is the season when these things happen. So I'm saying to you, in order for you to see the victory that is going to come in January, the victory that will come in February, the victory that will come in March and April and May, you've got to hold on. Hold on. Do you hear me? Hold on to your faith. If you don't have faith, this is the time when you need to find faith. This is the time when you better believe in something that is bigger than yourself. This is the time when you need faith more than anything else. You see all those folks out in California with the wildfires? Everybody out there is this and that, and some people are new age, and they never needed faith, and they never needed God because they had the money, and they could live the lifestyle, and blah, blah, blah. 
until the wildfires came and burned down everything and the insurance company canceled your insurance policy. So now you've lost everything you owned. The insurance is gone and you don't have enough money to duplicate that lifestyle, to rebuild your house. What do you do? That's when you you thought you didn't need faith. Baby, now you're going to find yourself having some faith to believe that you're going to have to start over and starting over and rewriting your story all over again. Do I have a witness? Do you hear what I'm saying? And so often what we do is we forget what we've been through because we focus on this one problem. I can't get around it. I can't fix this one problem. And what I have learned to do when that happens is I take my mind off it. I take my focus off it and focus on something else. Because if I continue to stare at this one problem that I can't seem to shake, I can't seem to get an answer for, and I'm striving and striving, and I'm like, it makes me seem like it's greater than my faith. Sometimes that's how you feel, like you're in a box. You feel like this thing is bigger than your faith, no matter what tools you apply to it. You thought you applied faith to it. You thought you applied belief to it. And it just seems to be getting further and further. Take your mind off it. Stop focusing on it. Leave it to God. Stop thinking about it. Leave it alone. Leave it alone and leave it to God. And just say, if it works, if it is meant to be for you, it is going to be for you. And keep it moving. In the meantime, go get busy doing all the other stuff that you have to do. Because if you continue to focus on this, you're going to lose sight of what is important. And you could miss out on other opportunities that are coming your way. Take your mind off it. Stop focusing on it. Don't let people drag you into their narrow-minded view and concept of what it needs to be. Sometimes it's the people around you. That's what they focus on. Some people will say, for instance, if you're single, I'm single, so I'm just going to use me as an example. I'm single. So if you're surrounded by people who are married, even if they don't have great marriages, right, at some point you're going to feel a little iffy, and they might even make you feel some type of way. They might even make you feel, well, they're always talking about my husband. They're always talking about my husband. Even when you know they have the suckiest marriages ever. But they're always going to talk about my husband. And all of that, and they look at you kind of sideways when they say it because they want you to feel bad because they're trying to identify something to pull you off your high horse. Because there's no way that you are surviving and existing without my husband or without my wife. So they're going to try to pull you down. So all the times when they say, my husband is, my husband is, you're just like, oh, really? That's great. And so on. They keep it moving, keep it moving because that's not your focus. But they want you to be narrowed down to their focus. And because you don't transform and subscribe to that, guess what they do? They're going to try to find a way to minimize you. In this season, be very careful of who you hang out with. Be careful of the people around you. Learn to discern who is around you. Learn to identify people. If they're not going to motivate you, if they're not going to uplift you by their conversation, if they're not going to encourage you, don't hang with them. I'm a firm believer that I don't need anybody who is negative around me. If, if Once you find that you are negative, block and delete right away. I block you. I don't need your negative aura and your negative energy in my space. I don't need, need your negative words. I'm fully aware of everything that I am. I don't need you to say it to me because guess what? I'm not telling you. I tend to look at you to try to see the best in you and focus on what the best in you is and bring that out in you. That's how I tend to do it. So if you can't do the same for me, then we, 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 the two don't meet. <laughs> we, 
we're unequally yoked, right? Right, and I'm saying all of that because this season, this is the time of year when people tend to get most depressed. This is the time of year when people tend to give up. This is the time of year when people tend to think they're all alone and they kill themselves. I want you to not watch TV shows that are so full of people just hugging and kissing. And you're like, where is that for me? Especially if you lost a boyfriend or you lost a spouse. Whether they left you or they went to the grave, it doesn't matter. Don't focus on that. If you're missing your parent, don't focus on that either. If your sibling got lost, don't focus on that. If it's a best friend, don't focus on that. Don't find yourself staring at images and say, oh, my God, my best friend is gone. I lost my best friend. Stop. Don't. You have 60 days. Live it one day at a time. It's going to be 60 days, one day at a time, one day at a time. Put your foot up on that monkey and cross that one day at a time. Can you promise me? Is it okay to promise me? One day at a time. That's how you're going to get through this. Because on the other side of all these obstacles, on the other side of all these challenges are victories. But how are you going to experience them and know them if you give up in the moment? Separate them. Challenges will come. They're part of the process. Challenges and obstacles are part of life. It will happen. I am sorry if I told you or any other preacher, speaker ever told you that life was always going to be a game of thrones every day. I mean, it was always going to be a happy day and everything, you know, the sun was always going to shine and every day is going to be Sunday. You know what happens on Sunday? We go to church, come back, watch football, right? And then what else do we do? <laughs> we watch football and eat a good Sunday dinner. Every day is not going to be Sunday. Monday morning comes. Tuesday comes. Wednesday comes. And waiting in the wings is some disaster. A, a phone call. It was me. It was my turn. It was last Sunday. I was having a very uh, good day last Sunday. Do you know that? I actually was. You know what I was doing? I was cooking dinner. I was laid up on the couch after my broadcast was done, and I was watching football. And I told myself, what a great Sunday. Such a, oh, I was just ecstatic. And then I got the phone call that set in motion a series of negative events. Are you sitting down? Has anyone called you yet? No. What are you doing? Watching football. And then they told me my uncle died. Two years after my mom died. And I was sitting watching football. And I was like, (laughs) what a good thing I was watching football. Do you see what I'm saying? I had my whole week planned. How I was going to do this and do that and do this. And then here it came, bad news, at my doorstep. So much so that after that, I I was like, the phone calls and the text messages were coming fast and furious. And I was like, I can't believe this. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? These things happened. And it just sent the whole week. My whole week changed. I had things planned for the week that I had to do. Anyhow, 
I still had to get through the week. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm saying to you, the holidays is not a time to, it don't take a break. Challenges and obstacles don't care about holidays. They don't care about how we feel. But we have to care about how we feel, right? Do you see what I mean? We have to care. You have to care about how you feel. And because of how you feel, you have to protect that at all costs. So the thing to do is to say there are going to be challenges. Know that challenges will come, but have a process for going through it. Have a process for dealing with it. And the thing to do is to have something going on. When you get the bad news, yes, you're going to initially feel apprehensive. You're going to feel afraid. You're going to feel terrified. You're going to feel as if the whole world has come down. But then take a breath. And then in that moment when you breathe, you're able to see the future. And then you get an understanding that my uncle, though I thought he should live forever, would not and could not live forever, and that his intersection of time and space had come. So I gave thanks for his life, and even though I was mourning, I gave thanks for his life. What happened to me? It's not that I didn't hurt. It's not that it wasn't painful. It's that I got to the intersection where I understood that his intersection with my life had come to an end. And so I wished him well as he travels on his next. Say long, Uncle Trevor, is what I said. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, for most people, when something like that happens, you start rewriting. You start going back through and you start recapturing and going back. Is that necessarily, it's part of the process. It's part of the process of grief. It's part of the process to understand how do we cope when bad things happen to us. It's okay because everyone copes differently. There is no cookie pattern or no cookie cutter way how you're going to cope. How do you cope with stuff like this? There is no what works for one may not work for another. What works for you may not work for me. Do you see what I'm saying? What, so for some people, they smoke a blunt all the way through it. For some people, they're doggone cold stone drunk all the way through it. For some people, they snort cocaine all the way through it. For some people, they have sex it all the way, even at the funeral, they're having sex. Right? However you cope is how you deal with it. Because at the end of the day, when you put your head down, you have to live with yourself. And you have to figure out, oh, my God, how do I deal with this? How do I comport this? How do I put this into perspective? What happens next? And sometimes in some families, like in my father's family, this year we just had a series of folks die to the point where we said, okay, well, this year needs to be to hurry up and end because it looks like it was just taking everybody out this year. But you get to a place where even young people were saying, well, who is next? And that, guess what? That's going to happen. It's okay. It's okay when people say that. Okay? It's okay. But what do you do? You yourself have to stand firm in the midst of it. You yourself have to hold on. You must hold on. And that is why it's important to have a belief system. You've got to have faith in something that is bigger than yourself. Because when these things come, what do you do? When you live your life, all of your life, 
and you wake up one day and you've lived selfishly for you because it was all about you having fun. Yes, you got married and you had children, but at the end of it all, it was really all about you and living for you. And then you wake up one morning and you go to the doctor and you think it's just a normal day and a normal checkup. And they tell you that they see something. We need to do further tests. And then the tests come back. Your whole life suddenly flashes before your eyes. And you want to believe that it's going to be all right, but you're really not sure. That is the time when you're going to choose to want to know that you have something to believe. I'm just saying, believe now, from now. Choose system. Choose something to believe in. Choose faith. Have faith in the right place. It helps you to cope. If it had not been for my faith, when my world was rocking, so many times when my world rocked, had it not been for faith, I wasn't left standing. I had nothing to stand on. I had nothing, my friends, to stand on. Believe me, I found myself at 38 years old. I was 37 and a half years old with two children. And I found myself for the first time in my adult life without a home. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had two children and I had to ask myself, what am I going to do? I'm like, what, what do I do next? Where do I, I had not a clue what I was going to do. Do you see where I'm coming from? And I had to, I'm so glad that I had faith that I even could believe in the possibility that my situation would change, that it would turn around. And that if I believed that it was going to turn around, but I had to do some things in the meantime. So I kept my mind busy. And in keeping my mind busy, the devil didn't have any time to come or negative thoughts to come and reside and take up space in my head because I didn't have time for that. I listened to positive words. I surrounded myself with faith. I went to church. Yeah, I did. I also joined a church. Yeah. I listened and I read more about how people overcame the obstacles that they had to overcome in order to get to where they want to be. And that's what you have to do. You, are, you have to do that. And especially this season, because it's the holidays. People are going to have fun in a few. People are going to be doing things. And you're probably going to be judging and saying, I'm not where I was last year. Or I'm not where I thought I would be. But you still have hope for next year. Next year is not written yet. Next year hasn't started yet, baby. You don't know how good it's going to be next year. Hang in there. Don't give up. And don't quit. Do you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes you are this close to your miracle. You are one breath away from your miracle. If you don't believe me right now, I I challenge you to go down to the hospital 
walk by an emergency room right now. Walk through the halls of any hospital in any city. You think you have it bad. You think that nothing is going to work for you? Drive past a homeless shelter. Drive under any bridge in America today and see the colonies of people who have lost hope. They're still alive. They're but a shell of themselves. But they're still here. Right? People don't want to hear these things anymore because they think it's too trite. Because in our microwave society, what works is taking a picture and uploading it to Instagram. I say this all the time. People want to see pictures of naked boobs. The more naked you are is the more they want to look. People don't want to hear the messages of hope and faith. Because they think that's not the answer, but that is the answer. There is no other answer. You have to have hope and faith. When things are bleak, when things are not going your way, still hang in there and hold on. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't think that it's so over for me. I I, I heard a story once, and I've often wondered about, I don't know this because I've not experienced it, But I've often wondered what happens to people who give up and kill themselves and then when they die and they look back over here, but they can't come back and tell us and they see they had just held on just a little bit longer. My time is almost up that they would have made it. I have found in life that you can't quit. Some of the situations that I've had to survive would have killed you. Yeah, maybe. But if I had given up in the midst of those situations, I wouldn't be here. I would not be here. I was 37 years old. I found myself for the first time in my adult life without my own home. There I was without my own home. Right? And there I was (laughs) having nothing to do. And I didn't know what I was going to do. But faith is. So there's a scripture that I'm going to encourage you to Google. Right? Do you have Google? Hmm? Everybody? Type in Hebrews, H-E-B-R-E-W-S, 11, verse 1. You know how it starts out? It says, now faith now now I want you to think of this now now faith is right in this moment believe with everything in you the next minute believe that this is your now every minute believe that this is your now 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 faith is let it cancel every negative thought let it cancel every negative thing now faith is Now, faith is. You know what faith is? The hope of all things you're hoping for. It is the evidence, your faith. Your hope is the evidence of things you haven't seen yet, but you believe that it's going to change no matter what you're going through, no matter what it looks like. When I see young people taking their lives and drugging themselves out, I ask, I have to ask myself, why? 
I have to ask myself, why you have your whole life in front of you? Why would you give up so early? Why would you quit? You have your whole life to live. Try again. Many times. There's no such thing. Give, try, and try again. I've told this story many times about speaking in a church many years ago. And I was talking about living your life on purpose. And there was a man sitting in front of me who was in his 70s. And that man got up. He was crying, and I couldn't understand. And then he got, when I finished, he stood in line, and then he explained to me why. For 40 years, y'all, he paid, he had a product he had designed and had never patented it. And now in his 70s, he's now going to finally patent it so that the generations after him. And he said, I gave up on it. I pushed it in the back of my garage. I left it there. And then I came and he said, now having heard you, I am going to do it again. He was walking with a cane. The, the stress and the strain and the lack of hope had caused him to double over. But now he was walking out because now he has found his purpose. What you need to do in these next 60 days is make sure you're walking in purpose. Make sure that you are powered up with your purpose. Fill your mind only with your purpose. Focus only on good things. If it starts coming and it's negative, this it, this it, let it go away. Because you're, we're on social media and your friends are going to post images of them hanging out with everyone and there will be selfies and selfies and you're going to feel like you are left out. Do not focus on that. People are not even going to return your phone call because they'll be too busy having fun or whatever it is that they're doing. It could just be the devil telling them not to talk to you. But right now, in the name of Jesus, I'm saying to you all, you're going to have to hang in there and hold on. You're going to have to wait this out. Wait it out. And just wait and see the miracle, the transformation, that something good is going to happen to you. Believe it with all your heart. I believe with all my heart. I was 37 years old. I was an undocumented, uneducated immigrant with two children, just got divorced, didn't have a house to live in. And I had to believe that something good was going to happen to me that was going to turn my life around. If I didn't have faith, I would not be here. I'm the living, walking epitome of what faith is. Now faith is. Now faith is. Now faith is. You've got to believe that something good. You've got to believe that situation will turn around in your favor. Apply your faith. I don't care how bad it looks. Now faith is. Stop looking at the evidence of the negativity and focus on what good is going to come out of it. Do I have a witness? I got to go. Time is going. I got to be somewhere in just a few. I just stopped by this morning to encourage somebody. Now faith is do not quit and do not give up. I don't care what it is that you're going through. The battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. It's not your battle. It's not your battle. Fight, therefore, for your mind. Fight, therefore, for your space. Fight and believe in a turnaround that something good in less than days. It will come to pass. Believe, therefore, believe and hold on and hang on. Something good, something good, something good. Despite the negativity, it will turn around. It will, the evidence will be focused on you. You will see it. You will see it. In the name of Jesus, you will see it. Believe, therefore, that something good 
It's going to happen. Amen? Amen. Now faith is. Come on. Now faith is. Come on. I want to feel it. Now faith is. Now faith is. Yeah, you're going to make fun. And this is the thing in our world today. They make fun of people who are saying positive stuff. They make fun of people who have faith until you need faith, until your back is jacked up against the wall and all you can do is believe. Now faith is. Now faith is. People are losing their businesses, losing their homes. You think it's only in California? People have been flooded out. People still have not recovered. People have nothing, friends. People have nothing. Now faith is. Now faith is. Imagine if it were you standing at a shelter this morning and your whole house is burned down and the insurance company cancels your policy. What would you do? Where are you going to go? You have no money. You have less than 10000 in the bank. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You don't have a job. The job is burnt out. What are you going to do? Now faith is. Say now faith is. Now faith is. Now faith is. Believe. Believe that something good will turn around. Believe that something good will turn around. That situation will change in your favor. Something good. It must come to pass. Amen? Amen. Be fired up about your future. Have faith and positivity and believe in this season. Believe. Don't look. And the evidence of the negativity, sometimes we spend way too much time on social media. You know, some people are full of junk. You know, they just are always, life is so good. Life. That is a lie from the pit of hell. They never post the things that happen that are bad, but all you see is what they want you to believe. And you are sitting there imbibing that stuff. That Look at them, my life stopping. Stop it. You got to stop it. Take hold of your brain. Take hold of your own mind. Have control over your mind. If it helps, put down social media for a bit. But focus on you and what you're going to do. And when your mind is clear, all of a sudden, you'll have a clear picture and a clear idea of what your next steps are. You are looking at a living, walking miracle and a living, walking evidence. Amen? Amen. It's Sunday morning. Sunday morning. I need you to do me a favor. You help me spread hope for the hopeless. Go to my website, theexodusfoundation.com right now. www.theexodusfoundation.com. Right on the homepage, click on donate. Make a donation. Help us to continue to give hope to the hopeless and a voice to the voices, to those who can't talk, who are so broken and overcome with the stuff of what their negativity that their lives have been, that other people have put on them. They don't know what to do. Give hope. Help me to continue spreading hope. Thanks so much, everybody. It's Sunday. Now go watch football. For just a few minutes, take your mind off stuff. Go watch football. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch some football. I know all the negativity. The people who tell you not to watch football are negative people. All they focus on, oh, it's a contact word. Oh, it's big. Oh, it's that. But it helps you to cope, and you're not drinking and smoking and doing drugs. Those are the same people who will tell you, go take a pill. I am saying, go watch football for a few hours today. It's going to change the way you think about stuff. It will take your mind off stuff. You won't have to think. You will see some boys running on a field, throwing a ball, and the exaltation of the crowd. And you will be caught up in it. 
and the endorphins that you release will make you feel better. What they do is they want to give you chemicals. Those same people are the same ones who will tell you, but if you DM me, I'll give you some chemicals. Let the chemicals be the ones that already exist in your brain that will jumpstart it, right? Thanks, everybody. Go to my website, theexodusfoundation.com. Can I count on you? I need your faithful support. Count on you. I'm faithfully here Monday through Saturday, Monday through Friday and Sunday, helping you, showing you the way, teaching you, helping you, help me to continue to do this to others. Amen? Amen. Thanks so much, everybody. Be blessed. Thank you so much for listening to Down to Earth with Harry Kimmick. Make sure you come back and join us again. Go to my website, theexodusfoundation.com, and make a donation to those of us. This is a listener-supported platform. Thank you so much, everybody. Be blessed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.